still plagiarism. That's the dumbass that's talking. Voicing Cartman's, I don't know how they're doing it, his voice, but he's singing covers. What do you mean they? You don't know how they're how he's doing it? Well, I don't it's know. The AI. Is it the AI? Yeah, they're just plugging it as AI. But apparently, the community on TikTok is going crazy over. Cartman's voice doing an Evanescence song, and it sounds—I'm sure it's auto-tuned and everything to the I've to the max. But enjoyed Cartman singing the songs that he sings in the first place. But everyone, so. when they hear him doing Evanescence, is it is really amazing. Amazing. Oh yeah. Amazingly, like like funny, amazing. No, it's actually really good. Oh. I don't understand it, what you mean by it's it not really humorous. Good. It's humorous in the fact that it's Cartman's voice, but from, okay. a, from, from, from a musical aspect, it's actually a really well-done AI cover. It's AI. I feel like you're just nitpicking now. No, I'm saying it's AI. I mean, it's going to be good. Right. And AI is not going to create a, a shitty it, it, one. If you don't think too far into it, it's like, wow, this is actually a good cover with the funny aspect that it's Cartman's voice. Right. I've seen a couple of them where they've done it with Biggie Smalls on different, different, like different stuff. You can tell it's a little. Uh, I guess I don't know what the industry term is. Um, it's been tuned. It's been it's been messed with, but well, of course, yeah. But I mean, and they, it's like I said, it's AI, so it's all fake. So everything is tuned. It's just amazing how how do they they take like a snippet of a voice and say, all right, no, they now, plug all as much. As much as they can into it. And the system kind of compiles it and then shoots right. out a song. They would just plug every episode, mainly probably the ones where Cartman sings, because that's where they're going to get like that tone. They plug it all into that AI, and then that AI spits out that same thing, except in whatever other song you want it to be in. They even have one with Butters, which is actually a pretty good cover, too. But whoever is doing this is hitting it really hard because my algorithm, like every fourth video is a South Park character doing a cover of a... Because you keep watching it. Correct. Well, that's how an algorithm... Well, it's not just like the same... I don't know, I don't know it's that not, they are hitting not, it hard. I feel like you're hitting it hard. No, it's not the same like video. Like, they're doing multiple covers. Like They're hard releasing this, this I'm shit. I'm understanding that... I mean, I was hoping that you weren't just sitting there watching the same video hundreds of well, times. Well, I like watching the reactions to it because I... Well, right. So, you know, I'll, I'll look it up, you know, Cartman Evanescence covers and just to watch people's reactions, they're all amazed by it, so... You watch reaction videos? I love reaction videos. Like, songs that I like in music videos, I will go and research on YouTube, like, whatever song, reactions... Yeah. Just to see if other people feel the same way I do about it or what their reaction is to it. See how many of them want to try it in their town? Try that in a small town. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you try that in a small town reactions? Mike, do you love that song? Are you aware of it? Just by word of mouth or news. Was it banned? It's still on know. YouTube. I don't, I don't know. No. I mean, it is. It is controversial but why is it controversial uh the lyrics not so much but the clips they use in it are 
very the music pro video, left wing. Music video was done at like a Capitol building where they used to hang people. And by so people, obviously, I think yeah, we all so know what not, I'm talking so about. It's not the song. It's, the it's more right. of like because that was the that's the visual representation. Now everyone just assumes like when like the lyrics that you dig in. Now you've read too far into them, or it's like everything's like try this in a small town, or I, I honestly don't know because I've never right. listened to the song, but. If, Without, so they're just assuming everybody's like, oh, well, this just only means stuff about racism then. Like, without watching it, you think it was like Dyersville, where it's like, small town, you don't pull crazy crap, it's just simple living, but the video represents all the yeah, shit been going on. very strange. Oh, caught a lot of heat for whatever reason. Do you but like the song? Yeah, I can get behind the, the message. I mean, why did you just say that? Couldn't you have just said, yeah, I like the song? Because I think that's what we were just saying. And well, it's you said because get behind the message, and we were just talking about how the message I don't tend to, to just jam out. I'm not being racist. I Listen, I'm explaining to you what you just said, because we were talking about the message being racist. I don't find it racist. The, no, but that's what the message was taken away as, is that it right. was taken... That's not how you took it. I'm just saying the overall. Oh, from from my interpretation, general, I like. Weird, uh, you're not the general public on this one. I am the general public. I like the song. I like the message. To me, I mean, I'm sure it means something different to everybody, but to me, I like the song and what it represents. And what is that? Cut all the bull crap going on in big cities because you don't see that in small towns. Just get back to basics. You're a small town guy. Yeah, I mean, Muscatine's not like crazy small, but I grew up as a kid in a small town. Why do you make fun of Dyersville for being so small? Yeah. Because you came from there. It's just a you thing, Mike. <laughs> I'm sure Dyersville's great, but you came from there, so now it's not. I mean, I grew up in Eldora, Iowa. And no one even knows where that's at. Everybody knows it because of the boys' home there. Nobody knows it. They know it because of the boys' home. So when I say I'm from Eldora, Iowa, they think, oh, are you from the boys' home? No, we just lived in a house that was in Eldora. Maybe you were, though. We don't know for sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you might have been. Could have been. They could have wiped that away. Very true. But even when I go back to Eldora, it's super nice being in a small town. You got like a dozen small surrounding areas. Just super simple living. Yeah. It's nice. It's not too bad. Even Muscatine, it can be a little chaotic. It's like even when I go to drive to the Quad Cities, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't mind the Quad Cities. I don't mind city either. I so I don't mind it. I just hate driving in it. Plus, there's so many people. You never know what you can run into. It can be so unpredictable. Which, dude, that like brings us right into what we wanted to talk about anyway. So you're, wel- you're welcome. I yeah, you I really teared did. up for you on purpose yeah. because there was a lot of people there, and you were going and you were nervous. How did yeah. it go? How did your little date go? So I broke down and I went to the fair. Figured, yeah. First time in it's got to be twenty years that I've been there. 
And that was the first time around 10, saw Big and Rich. Don't know why my dad wanted me to see Big and Rich. You went to the concert? Big and Truck? No. 20 years ago, I went to the concert. Oh, okay. Okay. I and was confused. Big and Rich was playing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Did not go to the concert on Saturday. It was Lint Biscuit, which not really my scene. And after you guys showing me some of their Music work, videos. yeah, their work, it's like, oof, a lot of people shoulder to shoulder banging around. Yep. I'm like, that is not my style, which is weird for Mike who hates being looked at or touched would want to, he, does, he doesn't like being looked at or touched by people that he knows. If they're complete strangers, he's fine. Would you be fine in a Lint Biscuit mosh pit or is that a trigger? You can enjoy that music. Would you be a... I listen to without... But you've been to a Limp Biscuit concert, right? Yes. Were you not in, involved in that? I mean, you don't have to be. But I was not. I was away from it. Oh, okay. He wasn't. Knowing your limits. Okay. He went there fan, now knowing... You can be a fan of the music. No, I get that. not participate in anything. Well, because... I've, I've been... I'm a fan of Slayer, which is known for Atlanta God, extremely hardcore... Is that big mosh pit stuff? Yeah. Watching. Well, I then prefer it, to sit down at a show, regardless of the genre of music, and watch it. Because some of the people I've been talking to lately, they enjoy live music a lot. And, and, and their explanation as to why is because you could hear it on the radio every day or on your phone every day, but they want to fully immerse themselves into the moment. Put it this way. Some bands sound better live. Some songs sound better live. Is it the ambiance? It's, it's you know, the studio, you can make a song sound 10 different ways in the studio. There's this... I like I like some live versions of songs other than the studio version. Like, for instance, Kiss's most popular song... Detroit Rock City. Rock and Roll All Night, Party Every Day. It's the live version. It's not the studio mm-hmm. version. I feel the same way about Slipknot. I would Ooh. much rather listen. No, because it, that's what people don't understand is what they've heard on the album. It it totally doesn't sound like that live. So I've seen some live videos of Slipknot. That crowd looks manic. It's it absolutely. But you have to understand too. When you go to a Slipknot show, you feel like the music. Meaning right, you can feel the bass in your chest. chest. Right. And then you- <laughs> Easy, Paul McCartney. Yeah. It's me that you feel. What is that? That's what he's saying. It's he's saying he plays bass. So when you feel it in your chest, during is that the why song, you play bass? No. Okay. Why do you play bass? Why did you choose bass? I play guitar. I chose bass in Geiger Six because we needed a bass player. So you can play lead guitar. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Did you know that? He he stuff. has when he posts all the stuff on Bandcamp. That's just me. That's just him. No one else. Me. <laughs> I thought you were just like a bassist. He's just playing the bass. Well, that's not that's not fair because how different is the bass from lead uh, guitar? A lot. Okay, so that's not fair to assume that you play bass so you can play lead guitar. It's like My, you, you play no, bass so you can no. play banjo. That's not a fair assessment. No, but most guitarists play both. I mean, the bass. Well, has it's like because I used to play trumpet, I could play a French horn or I could play a trombone because they're all brass. I mean, I can play them all. So I didn't know Mike could play various different types of guitar. 
I thought he picked bass because an influence or... Nope. I started on guitar, picked up bass because you need a bass player. It's harder to find a bass player. You can find a million guitar players, but it's hard to find a bass player because everybody wants to play. When you say guitar player, is is that like a general umbrella? Electric guitar, six strings. So lead guitar. What do you think of guitar? Mm. Front man. Depends front on the man guitar. On, well, it guitar depends. Six strings. There's rhythm guitar, lead guitar. Yeah, I was just about to say it depends on the so band because yeah, I mean, so if, if you're like Chevelle, there's guys that do vocals and lead guitar, and one that does rhythm guitar and partly of the vocals too, and then guy that does the drummer and partly of the vocals. Like for instance, in Got Your Six, Ron is the rhythm guitar player. Shout out to Got Your Six. TJ is There's the a lot of them. I'm the bass player. Is because everybody wants a taste of the glory, so they want that that lead, that piercing through guitar sound. It's just what everybody you make you yeah. make fun of bass players, even though you have no idea why. Well, I'm not making fun of bass players. You do. It's just what you, you said it a million times. It's just hitting the top string. Oh, okay. I yeah. guess that instance. But, you have well, that's, no, but, but again, that's not a that's not a true slight. It's not just at a, all. Gene Simmons, bass player. Paul McCartney. In most cases, no, the Basically. the entire Kenny rhythm. Lee. I don't know who any of those guys are. The entire like rhythm of the song. Yeah, Gene Simmons. Like the flow of how the song is going. Yeah, it's is, between is, them and the drums. They're the backbone of the it, song. I get. I get that. A lot that. of times, when when you're listening to a song and you're nodding your head, you don't even realize that you're nodding your head to the the bass line of right. the song that the bass player is playing. I think when I say the slapping the bass, it. that's from uh, "I Love You, Man" with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Slapping the bass. Oh <laughs> There you go. Little uh, Rolodex of movie yeah, references there. Movie <laughs> Each instrument is important. Of course. Anyway, we strayed way out here. I think you did it on purpose. But, so Limp Biscuit, you didn't go to it. Yeah, you didn't go to Limp Biscuit, so let's no. get back to that. Nope, didn't go to Limp Biscuit. It didn't have a card, which I guess I learned there. You can't, you cannot get in day of. Define what you mean by that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't walk into the main event show day of. No, you have to have a ticket. Prior. You can't you can't purchase a There's day. no way to purchase a ticket there anymore. From what I gathered, no. The only thing I could guess is like I said is because they were probably planning on it being sold out. So there's probably no what are you gonna sell? Ten tickets down there? I mean I asked. Just yeah, in I, case well, I mean that makes sense. I mean then you have to worry about scalpers and shit too. I guess if you're selling tickets down there, if everybody's coming down there with the assumption that there's no tickets for sale, then there's no way to really scalp because not anybody's going to have that kind of coin on them. They'll already have their ticket. I didn't really hear a lot about the show itself. I don't know if it was classic Limp Biscuit or good. yeah, was it okay? Usually the Mississippi Valley Fair and around here, it's really that's why it's sad that there's not many events like that because the fans always seem to show up for for these big shows i mean all the ones that i've ever been to of these really big bands that have come to like the fair or you know whatever that thing was up in clinton i mean the, the it's packed yeah so me not going there and not knowing really what to expect like we hung out all afternoon we did classic fair stuff we yeah what time did you end up going 
So we got there at two. That's pretty early for you. That was right it on, was. That was right on that that but, cusp of I'm not going. I'm not going. That's what I'll tell her, Mike. I believe I said ten o'clock. Did she propose a time when you turned it down, or you agreed? No, I proposed too. Okay. Smart plan. Knowing that it was going to be hot, but there would be less people because, despite it being a Saturday, I'm. I was guessing most people would show up for the concert, which I was definitely right about because the rides are actually super fun. Um, the teacups? No, it, they were actually really nice, thrilling rides, fast, upside down, spinning. It was, Tell us what they are. You can't just say that they're just rides because when we think of fair rides and you're like, they were thrilling, you're going upside down. There's only one that I can even think of that you go upside they're, down. That's what they would They're call very like comparable the to like an Adventureland. Okay. As far as if you get out of the kid zone. But there's no roller coaster. No. Okay. No. Um, so what thrilling ride was there? The thrill. So there's, there's like a two-seater one. I think it's, I don't want to say tornado, but it's not tornado. Um, it's a rotating seat. It lifts you up. It kind of turns. You're kind of sitting sideways while you're spinning 360, and it goes at a pretty decent clip where you can, you can feel it where you want to feel it. Sounds like I'd puke. I went on it twice. I'm a pretty big ride junkie. I like rides. It's just spinning in circles doesn't seem to go very well for me anymore. I used to be decent at it, but spinning in circles just goes poorly for me. Did you pay for them? The, the, the rides and games that you... <laughs> so, <laughs> if only everybody could see his face right now. Oh, God. I hope she never hears this. Table. Strategically, I showed up early, like before two, like one thirty. It was five bucks to get in because I was there before two, so that's not bad. Five bucks. I immediately bolted towards the ticket booth and paid for a thirty dollar pass. That way, when I showed up to meet her, I already had my two wristbands on, and it wasn't necessarily implied that I had to pay for her because I already got mine. Okay. So no, I didn't pay for her wristband. Did she ask you to? Nope. She walked up and paid for her own wristband, or she had one. Already. So I kind of do this weird thing where I'll kind of like hang out like behind her a little bit by a couple feet when she walks up to the booth to kind of see I if. Quit saying when because it hasn't happened multiple times. It happened one time, so you don't have to tell it like a story as if it happened multiple times. But go ahead. In different instances, I do this. This time, I never went to the fair in twenty years. But well, yes, okay. in all these instances. Hey. Anytime he goes to a sporting event. Even oh. paying for like dinner, walking up to like pay for it or okay. kind of let, let, like, like letting them make a move if they want to pay for gotcha. it, you, you, you kind of hold back a second. Okay. So, what, so what do you do when the check comes? And they yeah, put it this right is what you do you when the money kind of is. Look away <laughs> for a second. <laughs> like, okay, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go pee. Um, oh, no, hey, she, she was very forward about, for whatever reason, she would pay her part or for any part. So that, that means that she's not going to be one of these chicks. You know, they say like, well, I want to get the expensive dinner. Well, you better put, you better put out. Right. Right. So you didn't pay for shit. So she didn't put out. I did make the effort to pay for things that I thought were appropriate in a joint fashion. You know, I, I paid for us to eat at the fair. You know, I paid for some lemonades, just, uh, just simple stuff. You guys have? 
So, Did you down a corn dog right in front of her? <laughs> no. The fare is not cheap at all. Nope. Two large lemonades. Two large lemonades, 20 bucks. What? 20 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks a pop. Were they at least the shaken ones? They weren't very good. Did they give you the Made with the good old carny hams? Did they give you a cup you could take home? So the cup, if you get the large, apparently the refill is cheaper. Yeah, thanks. It's Buy two dollars. It's a five dollar lemonade next time. So, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Did she ever go for a refill? No. Um. So then after that, we went for some drinks at one of the beer tents, and then she did pay for our. She's, she's like, "No, I had this one." I'm like, "Oh, that's." Cla-. I'm, I, of course, I'm not. Like, are you Are you sure? That, that's what he messaged us. Yeah. When? You messaged us, didn't you say like? Oh no 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 no! That that was later on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. I remember. What, I remember she that. She got the beer. Yep. She got, which I thought was nice. I did. Like, Are you sure? You know, I, I I can. She's like. She's like. No. I have this one. Okay. So, so I can you, tell by your shorts that there's not many money in there. So are you? Uh, did you drink it? Fast. So so before I met her, I went and hurry up and got a bush light because I kind of wanted to. I was hot. I was like ten percent nervous just because I was in a weird atmosphere. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna rip and down this beer. So had that one, then went to the beer tent with her and had some fucking craft bullshit. Tastes like just straight fucking hops. I'm not down for most of those either. Oh god. But point is it was nice that she refused my money. She's like, No, I'm buying this. Great. After that, we kind of walked around a little bit. She kind of, we just talked, um, met some of her friends, which earlier than anticipated then maybe not earlier, about six o'clock. So we had a solid four hours of just riding rides, talking. So how many friends ratio girls to guys? She expected a couple dudes to show up that are friends. Mm -hmm. However, never met any of them. The only ones I met were three females. With no dates? No dates. That's awkward. Yep. It at, Standing there, it was a little awkward. But I'm like, you know what? You got to hang in here. You got to hang in, bud. Yeah. Lean in. I tried to make conversation. I was going to say, did you engage her friends? I would... Op- I would... I would... <laughs> no. I did offer... A smile and a chuckle based at their stories uh, made eye contact. Um, it's it's hard when you don't know people. It's well, like, I mean, you can join which, in conversation. Not, I mean, when it, but when it's a personal story, like you're no. you're outside of it. Well, if they're but but they have to, fucked up. I would I would they're telling personal stories. I would hope that they have enough wherewithal to know that he has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. The fact that he's here bearing with us should say enough. Are they the same age range as her? Yeah, so I figured out I'm pretty much the oldest one in the group. <laughs> when she's 28 or 30, that's not really... Right, yeah. They're, they're all in their 20s still. Okay. Um, we hung out and then they all went into the concert, which we already talked about was fine because I didn't have a ticket. And I don't know how you can even get a ticket. Was she planning on seeing them? No, she's a very strong country music fan and she even went to Ludacris and Lil John the night prior 
and she was not about it. So she had no intention of going to the concert. Did she not know that Lil John and Ludacris were rappers? So she plays a very motherly figure amongst her friend group. So she really only goes to the concerts. She'll enjoy it. She'll have a couple of drinks, but she'll kind of DD and. So she's responsible. Correct. So she goes to, you know, take care of her friends and just make sure everyone's having a good time while while she is enjoying her time, which is great. Love that. Love that. Yeah, you need someone to take care of you. <laughs> That's damn sure. I need a ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, it's a good thing she's already trained in all the things that you're going to need. So they went into the concert. Um, then we went and got Smoking Butts Barbecue. How was that? I love Smoking Butts. Um, <laughs> they have a great barbecue sauce. That's and a get, great isolated sound clip. <laughs> you can even go down here to Fairway and they sell the barbecue sauce. It is absolutely phenomenal. It's a very liquidy barbecue, but it's very good. Um, she paid for that. You paid for that. I did. I immediately put my card in the machine because that was my that was me buying dinner. How many times did you just slide that card in? <laughs> <laughs> Should I go slower? Do <laughs> you want to press the answer to guess? <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> ah, is it good for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, as good as it was, that was a fucking rip off. One brisket sandwich. And one, this is a food truck at the fair. I understand. Okay. But I'm I'm raw to this. I'm just setting it up for anyone that would think that you guys left the fair and went to this place. This is a food truck at the fair. Correct. So right. they, had, they had a whole separate kind of driveway area for barbecue trucks. Mm-hmm. And we kind of walked around and I kind of wanted a turkey leg really bad. Oh. But I did not. It's a good move that you didn't. Um, I even told her... Yeah, yeah. you're I even told her, I'm like, I want one, but it's not gonna be pleasant to watch. <laughs> I told her that. Well, Just, good. It's a good joke I, I, at I, least yeah. to use. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't even do the corn. I know a situation where I'm just gonna mow down a whole <laughs> ear. Get the corn on my face. <laughs> they actually had one um, Asian cuisine truck, which was a huge hit. Some kind of spicy chicken on a stick, which hmm. I saw everybody walking around with. And I assume I, it's like shish kebab, maybe? Yeah, yeah. And I kind of wanted that. And I'm like, I was really weighing my options, like what to buy and what to eat. Like, I'm not super hungry. I don't look like a slob. don't want to dump it all over myself. So you go with a barbecue plate. Well, so I went to Smoking Buds, and they put it in a little boat for you so I can kind of pick away at the sandwich, the fork, and... Right. And then just eat the sandwich like a, like a normal person. How did she devour hers? Slow, because she offered me some of hers. So I, so I had the brisket sandwich, which is very good. Mm-hmm. She had the loaded mac and cheese with brisket. That sounds good. It was very good. Again, I can tell how very good everything is by the amount of words you've used since <laughs> starting the talk about the food. It's apparently the best part of the night. <laughs> Go ahead. Um... It was a very small boat of it, easily held in your hand. 30 bucks. 30 bucks yep. for a sandwich and a small boat of mac and cheese. Hell yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? These restaurants probably have to pay the fare in order to be there. Do they? 
Hard to say. Tell me, event planner. It's hard to say. I mean, if you were setting it up correctly, you would let them come for free because they're providing you the service of giving everybody food there. Is that like a vendor fee? I mean, they probably do because they it's not set up right. And that's that's the also how you get these big bands. You can do the math on what the ticket price was. Well, it's just getting people to stick right around, now, right? That's not how much it costs to get Ludacris and Lil John to drive to Iowa to do a goddamn show. I can guarantee you they didn't make money off that show. There's no way. It's actually the bands afterwards that the crowd around like we did last year, which we were asked to do this year. So I did learn that after like Limp Biscuit, there is a another smaller concert that goes on behind electric shock plate. We were supposed to play with them, which I guess that's everyone looks forward to like the after party quote unquote. Yep. Right. There's a beer tent back there. It's a pretty decent stage set up behind the main stage. So, and a lot of those bands don't cost a lot and then they can make, no, we didn't cost a lot. Well, so they make money off of, off of tickets to the fair. The fair pays for the bands. The right. ticket prices don't. Not of the actual concert. I mean, the nice part was there was... That is the stage that we played on. That's the stage you're talking about. That's at the fair? That's at the fair. That's from last yeah. year. It's a big was that after the main event? It was after Kid What do you think the grandstand is of Mississippi Valley Fair? I don't know. But like it's capacity? Standing, standing yeah. Room only. There's no... Oh, yeah. The after party, yeah. Yeah, well, the show. No, the actual yeah, show. The show's the sh- only. How? That's what I've been told. No, there's seating in the grandstands. No seating, there's nothing. You get there. When you get there, you find a spot. That's what I was told. There's, never, I didn't see there's bench show. seats in the grandstands. I've never been there. I didn't see it. I mean, I was on stage. Hmm. Um, but yeah, after supper, we kind of like, hey, you know, like, you know, what's our next, you know, plan? What are we going to do? We kind of agreed that we've been to fair long enough, so we're going to head back to her place. So we go back to her place and just kind of hang out, watch a couple movies, just kind of talked. Shook hands and went home. Stayed the night. Separate beds. Nope, same bed. Couch. (laughs) Same bed. Very nice bed. Very nice bed. She was on top of the covers. You were underneath. I kind of have one leg out, one leg in. Where were her legs? One leg in, one leg out. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do much. Just nice stuff. (laughs) PG-13. Something the family could watch. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't have watched it. From what I've seen, all I can get are like the crowd numbers. The biggest crowd ever at Mississippi Valley Fair was in 1999 at Def Leppard. For, had 32,000 people at the fairgrounds. Imagine what that's like. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, doing, doing the math, I mean, it's... What do you, what do you think there's... I don't know. 
What do you think a good number is? Probably 3,000, 4,000 people at one of those shows? Hmm. Venues can be deceiving. True. You you go to a venue and it's packed, you'd be like, there must be 10,000 people here. No, it's only 5,300. The size of the venue can really throw you off. Is it the quality of the crowd? Quality of the crowd is the most important thing. I would rather play in front of 10 people, losing their shit, having fun, than 300 that just stand there and don't fucking say a goddamn thing. Don't clap. I've heard the same for like bigger bands and even like for hardcore bands. They like playing in places like the Blue Moose and in like a tight because like 300 people feels feels like 7,000 because you're so tight packed everywhere you look there's people and then a wall rather than when you play outside in a fair... You really have to pack I, I house. Prefer, I prefer playing indoors to out. Yeah. Personally. Well, number one, the reverb on the sound is way better. I, I mean, I like smaller venues compared to big ones. I mean, I, I do. I like a more... I went to the show at the Blue Moose where the, there was so many people... Yeah, There were so many people upstairs and everyone was moving so in sync that you could literally feel the floor going up and down. As people were moving up and down, I, I would pay four hundred bucks to see Metallica in a four hundred seat. Oh, that would be the best thing in the world. That's kind of where I'm at too. Like, I don't see hardly any live events, but I would pay a lot of money to see like John Mayer in a intimate ballroom yeah. setting. Yeah, honestly. God. I mean, I, I won't. I what? Won't, that bored me. What? Oh my God! How's that bore I you? Fell asleep. Shut already. the fuck up. Good God, John Mayer and a If I buy you a ticket room. to that, you well, won't go? Obviously. Go. You'll go? If you bought me a ticket to it, yeah. Go. Not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. I'm taking Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like a hotel ballroom where the acoustics are amazing. I've never been a big You can John sit Mayer in a chair fan. and you can just enjoy the music. I've just never been a John Mayer fan. That's just I'm me. not a huge John Mayer fan, but I appreciate it. I mean, I like some of the songs, but I, mean, yeah. I can appreciate it. He is one of the top 100 trifectas of our era singer player songwriter it'd be nice to see i i would i'd like to be able to go back in time and buy a ticket to when pearl jam came and did their like acoustic set here in town i like i like when people come to the quad cities and do their acoustic sets those are my favorite but like i said it's just it was just john mayer i'm just not a john mayer fan I probably pay four hundred bucks for a seat in a ballroom for John Mayer. It would be four thousand. Well, I have four hundred bucks, so <laughs> I mean, it would Dance, be. Monkey, <laughs> I mean, it would be insane. I mean, you 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 know how much the, even the Burt tickets were going for yeah. close up. I mean, for an intimate ballroom with these people, I mean, it's literally insane. Until they get in charge of the legal scalping that they allow these ticket companies to so do. Side note real quick, you brought up Bert. Have you seen the movie? I still have not seen I saw it. It's bad. You thought it was bad? It's bad. Hmm. It's not good. I figured that's what you meant by bad is that it wasn't good. Like it has maybe one or two funny lines. When he talks about if he hunches over if his shirt looks tucked in or not. That was kind of funny. 
it's the one where like he was walking out like towards the grill and one of the moms was there. Mm-hmm. He was making some kind. I don't remember what he said, but I, I laughed at that. I thought that was pretty funny. Him sitting with the shirt was kind of funny, but I was like, this hmm. isn't really. I think to an extent Did you. you think it was really a comedy? It's a very odd feel. You have to somehow curve and temper your expectations because you know what he is. This is him attempting to be an actor for the first time. I didn't think his acting was bad. I mean, I no. didn't think the acting was bad. It There was a lot of action in it. Yeah. I really didn't care for Mark Hamill's character. I felt yeah. like that was an odd choice. It doesn't work. Yeah. Even, even the young Bert didn't really work out. I didn't think he was... Funny. I think they picked Jimmy because he looked so much like Bert. Oh, I, I fucking love life according to Jimmy. But, Back from uh, college humor days. So yeah, good. No, I mean, I, I no he's fu- he. Jimmy's funny. I, I like Jimmy yeah. Tatro. He's good. I rented it. I saw it. I just I didn't. I didn't understand. Hmm. I, again, to me, it. I I it sus- was, I guess a comedy. Well, it's there was good. so much action in it that it just seemed. I suspect that it's a lot of those things where it's funnier when when you're a fan. You know what I mean? Well, here, no, no, and I, I, I mean, no, I mean like a, a super fan. like a super fan though, because you have to like almost even listen to the podcast and know like what probably other people found funny you didn't find funny because you don't have that that back information that that made that funny. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But you have to understand, like Bert's not going to be acting much more if at all after this like he had almost had to make this movie well he didn't but have to it, make the it, movie he, he wanted to but he, he's not gonna be auditioning for other roles well, here, is it is it Bert and Tom supposed to be doing some space movie well don't they keep talking about that that's another one of those things where it's like it kind of makes me sad that this movie wasn't good I mean I like I said haven't seen it but I haven't heard that many great things about it it just it's not what I thought going in I thought from what I heard, because I, I saw a couple podcasts about right. leading up to it, like what the movie was, and they were making references to Tommy Boy and like that they were trying to bring those kinds of comedies back. Right. I'm watching it, I'm going, this is more of an action film. Hmm. This is more of like a Jackie Chan film. Right. Where there's a little bit of comedy in it, but it's it's Rush Hour. But okay. <clears throat> Have you seen Rush Hour? Yeah. Uh, to me, it's rush hour. Is the one thing I can think of. Okay, well, I mean, I mean, that it, is rush hour really a comedy or is it an action movie? And I think to it's, me, that's. I think it's both. I like rush hour. I do too. Don't even. I do. It's just that's where I thought maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe that was the. It's good for a cheap laugh. I didn't even think. It was, the the only thing I can think of is that maybe he shot it or wanted to shoot it in this way because it was like just in case this is the only movie that I do. I want all of it, funny and the action, so I can be a part of. It's like, got lots of action. I've yeah. heard that he got hurt. He hurt himself, like literally, because he wanted to do more. Of his own stunts. There's one part I thought that was funny when they're in the, uh, I don't know, they're in like an alleyway after he apparently kills somebody. And on the wall, there's graffiti that says Tom is fat. Yeah. 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 I laugh hard at that. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, and that's yeah. what I mean. Is yeah. like, That to me was the biggest laugh. I'm going. All right. Little Easter eggs like that. Yeah. Hey, that says Tom is fat in yeah. Russia, in English. So. Yeah. 
I thought that was funny, but again, even Tom Segura, he has, I can recall two small roles in movies that I've seen the past five years. Right. Like they're not out here auditioning for roles. No, and, that, and like no. you said, Bert's acting was fine. Oh, yeah. I had nothing wrong yeah. with the acting. Yeah. I didn't like Mark Hamill's character. That was odd. It didn't fit at all. It seemed, like I said, it seems like an odd choice, especially if you know Bert. And he like, lo- he well, because Bert yeah. loves his dad, and if that's how, like, I doubt that's how Bert's dad really he is. Got Al Bundy to be that. Yeah, it just seemed like an odd, odd choice because his dad's tall and has white hair and glasses, like Bert's actual dad. You know what I mean? So Mark Hamill's short, has gray hair. It's not white. He definitely doesn't wear glasses. Bert's dad was like a lawyer. Yeah. Or some shit like that. So he probably carries his himself. Dad in this one owns a carpet factory or carpet Yeah. Yeah, see, that's store. what I mean. So it's kind of, you know, maybe sounds like it was more of a writing error than, you know what I mean? Because this isn't his story. But it's also a draw, too. You see Mark Hamill on the cast list. I guess, but I just think you could have went with somebody different. It's got to be somebody. I will definitely rewatch There's not it. Not a single. Really? Yeah. In my personal opinion, I, I I like Mark Hamill. I've liked. I'll probably even most... buy. I'll buy the movie. I will own a hard copy of the movie. If I had to give it on a star of uh, four stars, I would give it two. That's fine. Two to me is I've seen it. I'll never watch it again. I think it's a, a very acquired taste. I don't even think that. I just I. Well, obviously, all Burt fans, they're gonna be like, yeah, good. But it's the neutral fans like you but were did, like. But did you get enough Burt comedy? Not rehashed comedy. Burt comedy. An honest opinion. Because I didn't think so. Some. Some. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, it was like, Check I it out. Like I didn't get a bad taste from it. Like I'm like, oh, the it's fuck? Not a bad what the movie. fuck? It's just not. A good movie, yeah, either. I guess me saying it's bad is meaning my expectation was like I heard Tommy Boy, so I was expecting. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole right. comedy community was like, "It's a good fucking movie." But when I saw it, I, I was like, "This is a rush hour." I mean, it sounds, but I mean, if if that's what you're saying, it is the crazy. From what it sounded like, the movie that they wanted to make, though. That they almost made Which it though, is, yeah. so that because that, that's kind of what they wanted to go us. for was to get those kind of movies back, which is the it can be funny, you know, and still have a little bit of. Yeah, I did. I did see something where Bert was talking about the premiere, and he was hanging out with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these action movie stars. Now that makes sense, right? Like Sylvester Stallone. You talk about like okay, now yeah. I get it because it's an action movie. Yeah, it's an act. Yeah, and I, I would assume, I, with like I said, I haven't seen it, but the way that it, even the trailer reads is, yeah, the trailer yeah, reads I, I didn't is, even see a trailer, yeah, so. the trailer reads is definitely an action comedy it is. movie. It's definitely action. There's a lot of it. I mean, it's Jimmy. Number one, it's Jimmy Tatro, and I mean, when you see him in the tra- trailer, he's, I mean, he's a pretty like thick person, kind of like Bert. You know what I mean? So. When he rips his shirt off and it starts getting all... Fi- I figured it would get physical. You know what I mean? Because that's part of... I feel like that's part of the funny. Is because... 
when people hear the story, I think like how he's told it and how it's like morphed this story. I think even he would probably admit it's probably a little bit like you think it's a little bit more than it really is. You know what I mean? Like it's not that much of a, of a story. Really? It sounds funny the way that he tells it. It probably wasn't really much. So it's kind of funny that it got turned in to this huge, you know what I mean? That's part of the joke probably. Yeah. That's why he had to do it. Cause the, uh, the machine story has been a stable for, half a decade now right and that's it's the same thing as like the flying dildos story you know what i mean he the reason why everyone wants to hear it isn't because the story itself is good the way he tells it is hilarious that's it because he has fun reimagining it in his head you know what i mean and then articulating it out so it's funnier when it comes out of his mouth than anything. Because you had the show that I saw, he almost seemed reluctant to tell the machine story. He's like, you guys paid for it. Here it is. And he gave it to you. Yeah, I didn't like it when I saw him because I was like, I've heard this. Right. So I, mean, I didn't care. So it's almost like he's putting a a finishing stamp on it. Like, all right, I made your movie. Here you go. Good. I mean, he'll still it, tell it because people show up. They pay money to hear it. But he... I mean, it's a good way to move past it, probably. Yeah, so I'd be interested to see if this brings him any other movie roles. Yeah, I'm curious to see if if Hollywood gives it another go and goes, we'll try. We'll try one more. I'm assuming he'll get another shot, but I think it's going to be more the direct to Netflix. But again, no, like when you when you listen to so much personal Bert every week, it doesn't really seem like that is what he is trying to get into. Like he has so many so other. What, what do you think the next step is for Bert? I think he's content doing what he's doing. He has so many. I think he enjoys like the fully loaded fest so much that he's more of an event guy. He likes interacting with people immediately. He likes just doing concerts. Even when you you listen to the podcast and he was talking about like the things that he enjoyed about doing the movie, the things he enjoyed was the camaraderie of hanging out with people. It had nothing to do with the actual like he I'm sure he liked doing the movie, too. But he even himself said it's like camp. It's like summer camp for him. So it's like all of his friends get to get together and they get to hang out and eat food and party and do what they like to do. That's what he really likes. Like last year when he bought Tom a race car, now he wants to do a big race team tour. I mean, he has so many outside interests. I don't foresee him trying to break into acting as a full-time gig unless it's a small cameo. Yeah, no, I I don't even think cameo would even be worth it. Like Tom has cameos rare, very rarely. I think he gave up after that last one with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Instant family? Yeah, instant family. I think he was thinking it was going to be more of a role, and they probably, like most of the time, so they cut. Do you, do you think Bert or Tom could get into the sitcom realm? Now, sitcoms, you have them, they can go to your major channels or they can probably end up on Netflix or HBO Max. 
with an audience or Tom, without an audience? Do you think either of those guys could survive? Tom could. It can't be comedy. Bert can't. Unfortunately, and this is just my personal opinion, he is typecasted himself. Now, do you think Bert would do well if he had his own, if he hosted some bullshit? America's got talent. Well, he does. He's the host of a show. He's the host of Go Big Show. With Cody Rhodes, Snoop Dogg, and... Never seen it. I don't know if they're going to have a new season, but he he did an entire season as it. Here, let me... Let me look but, it up. But, but he's a... But he's not the host. He's a co-host. Sounds like there's... No, like... No, it, there's judges. It's, oh, so it's a judge. No, no, there's the judges, and then he's the guy with the microphone. Oh, he okay. is the host of the show. Oh, okay. Well, it's because Tom is so mundane, mustardy, where he could probably vanilla his way into anything. Well, I, I don't I feel like vanilla. I would think that, like, Tom would do really good because he even jokes about, like, all the murder stuff or whatever. I feel like Tom would actually do really well in and a drama. And a, no, it didn't even have to be comedy. I think that the drama, you'll find what he says funny only because he says such off-putting things. But I think that he would be best in a straight just drama. You think he'd be a good, he'd be a good detective? Yes. That would be that could be something. You remember that show Dwight did after The Office where he was a detective? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It actually wasn't bad, but it bombed. Last thing I saw Dwight in was The Meg. Oh. Which now they're doing a Meg 2. I heard it sucked. I can't imagine. I mean, I saw... Well, it's because Mike was the main actor, so... He was the main actor. Don't say for me, so... Nope. Guess again. The Rock. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, Go Big Show got canceled after two seasons. They did two seasons, 20 episodes. But, yeah, I mean, Burt was the... The correct answer was Jason Statham. Would you like to? Follow-up question. Would you choose to have Bane's exact body? Because I know Which you... Bane? Is there more than one? Oh, okay, so... Because cartoon Bane is wait, straight. So there, there's, a, there, there's Uma Thurman, uh, George Clooney Bane, right? Yes, but that is CGI'd. Uh, not CGI'd. It's so I'm talking about a... Power lifter. More current Bane. You're talking about Tom Hardy. Yeah. Would you choose to have his exact physique? However, you have to have that voice. Sure. What's wrong with the voice? That's your normal speaking voice every day. What's wrong with it? I think it's funny, right? So you'd rather be that body, but so basically you're asking, I'd have to be Bane, Tom Hardy's Bane. Would I be okay being Tom Hardy's Bane? No, it does because I I mean, yeah, no, no mask on because it's not implied that you're you got a mask on that's affecting your voice. What makes his voice that way? I'm saying you look at Mike right now, and that's how I talk. And he is. Would you? I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is just serious. Oh God, he's not that much. I mean, he got it already. What do you want from him, dude? (laughs) 
I'm telling you right now, Tom Hardy is short is shorter than he is. He's bigger than Tom Hardy. I'm telling you, Tom Hardy in in Batman, there's no fucking. What do you think? How much do you think he weighed? Mike weighs I have no fucking idea. Right well, put it this way: so Tom Hardy's physique in that movie was CGI'd. Mostly. He showed up. There's pictures of him on the set without anything. So he he had come off. He come off the Warrior movie, from what I'm told. He came off the Warrior movie where he took steroids to get because it was an MMA movie. He was coming off of it, and his physique was not where whoever the director was wanted it. So they CGI'd and fixed some things. Obviously, he doesn't have the tattoos that he has. There's there's pictures of him on the set, and you're like, that's not what you see in the in the movie. Yeah. I mean, he, to be honest, he's really only shown shirtless like once or twice, so it's very minimal. So you would take the yeah, I, I told maskless. you, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's a good physique. It's he's but the voice, yeah, I like the voice. That's your normal speaking voice. I would have so much fun with that voice. All right. I mean, you saw the South Park episode, right? Yeah. Where they- <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so good. I, I'm sorry. I love South Park. But See, no, I mean, I would take that. Why wouldn't I? So double whammy. Would you? Take, yeah. take Flip the, it. Flip it. Would you? Would you be? Put it this way. Would you look at me right now? Would you want to look like me? Yeah. I'm doing fine. So you, you want to be you. You want to look like you. Yeah, because I'd have to give up everything to live like you. You'd have to give up everything. What's yeah. that? What do you have to give up? My diet? Yeah. My free time? No, I have lots of free time. The hour of the gym? Okay, I spend five hours a week. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in a band. I'm a father, brother. I'm a father friend, and a brother. And a friend. Manager. Podcast. I recall you saying yesterday... Yeah, I saw one of my close friends on Saturday morning or Sunday morning on Park Avenue. Just you and I. I referred to you as close friends. Oh, you did. Hmm. He's like, it's ironic. The only people that were on Park Avenue at that hour of the morning was a close friend and yourself. Did you guys meet up? Your exact words. Those weren't exact, actually. Oh, bullshit. No, no. How do I misinterpret? Did you know each other? Were, did you guys know you were there? No, well, I pulled out onto Park Avenue. Oh, he pulled out. It's official. I pulled out onto Park Avenue. There was, like, literally, at that time in the morning, there was nobody else on Park Avenue. Except literally nobody. Skyler. Except Skyler right there in his truck <laughs> looking at me with that dumb look he's got on his face right now. Like, dude, what are you doing? Hey, Corey. Did you guys stop and talk? No. He hmm. kept going. I had to go get... I was going to get breakfast. And he was just going home. Doing the drive of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Underwear in the glove box. Yes. It's kismet. It's kismet. It's kismet. Yep. Soup snakes. Yep. Soup snakes. just yep. each other in the night. Yep. That's right, I guess. The universe aligns it up in mysterious ways. It does. Yep. You and I... Only people awake on that road. It's a small world. <laughs> and Corey pulled out. And then what does he say the next morning? It's crazy how I saw one of my 
really good friends. That's not, like I said, you're still not there. No, I said I found it weird that when I pulled out onto Park Avenue Saturday morning, <laughs> that the only other person on Park Avenue <laughs> would be Skyler. Oh, fee fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, I'm right. I did say a close friend. There yes, it is. I did. I did. Trying to hide our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> No plagiarism. That's a dumbass that's talking. Oh, they drive a short bus and pick all you ass. Fuck <laughs> that bull, Uncle Bullshit.